Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fade Away Podcast. My name is Ben, one of your hosts, and joining me as he does every week, Hisham. How are we doing today? Doing good, man. We're not too far from training camp. Teams are getting back. Except uh, Ben Simmons. Onto the court. Except for Ben Simmons. <laughs> Most teams are getting back. Most teams. Happy, ready for the new season, uh, as we are covering the NBA. So, uh, you know, counting down the days now till preseason. Only a couple of weeks till our first preseason game. So, Excited. Um, exciting times, yeah. So, for this week, figured since, you know, we're coming up on the season, we'd do a bit of a deeper dive into the entire outlook for the Western conference we've got coming up for this season. And we both put together our predictions for where the standings will, will shake out at the end of the regular season. And uh, why don't we get started? So Sham, you want to, you want to share your, your predictive first seed for the West you got? So, so I did a lot of thinking for this one. All right. And, um, <laughs> of course, I think, I think, you have to take into account that not every team that excels in the regular season excels in the postseason, right? Of course. But here we're just talking about seeding for the regular season. Yeah. Um, because that's what's coming up. And I've got the Utah Jazz as the number one seed. Um, Utah, I believe, was also the number one seed last year. Yep. Um, they're always a very, very good regular season team. Um, you know, have been in the top four, top five for literally the last few years running. Um, Mitchell, Gobert, Ingles, Clarkson, they've got firepower. Um, I feel like they play hard every game. Um, and there's just something about Utah in terms of the place, their home court always happens to be a very strong home court advantage, mm -hmm. uh, always a good home record um, for Utah. Um, I feel like the Mike Conley mix started to look way better last year than it did, you know, the year before where he looked kind of lost on the team. Um, and with him and Mitchell sort of slowly figuring things out, you know, the Gobert thing is a problem. He, he's great. He's always going to be a defensive player of the year candidate, but he's just sometimes not great in the postseason, but in the regular season he is. So I feel like with those three plus the supporting cast, Clarkson spark off the bench. I don't know if he's going to be that great this year, but he was amazing last year. Uh, hopefully he continues to be great. Um, but Utah for me sort of run away, run away. Number one seed. Yeah. So I agree with pretty much everything you said. I've got Utah also as my number one seed and, and kind of echoing the regular season team like mm -hmm. they've struggled to find success in the playoffs but it I think it just comes down to their depth like they have so many like serviceable good rotation players on this team like top to bottom they have good coaching like you have yeah. like Bogdanovich you've got like Ingles just tons of people who are like solid solid players and I think that kind of depth is what really makes them good in the regular season because on any given night, like there's one of those guys could just like drop 30. And that's what helps you keep winning games. And kind of, I don't know, a little underrated, but I think we forget that Rudy Gay's on this team now too. And he's a, a little washed, but like, 
I mean, those few years in in uh, San Antonio, he showed he could still he could still get buckets. And I mean, that's just like another guy to add to the list on this team that can kind of help bear the load that Donovan Mitchell has and not force him to play the hero every night. And that's just why I think they're able to kind of just grind out games. It's a long regular season. It's really hard if you just have one guy doing everything. But the yeah. fact that you've got all these guys and like hopefully a healthy Mike Conley really, I think, sets this team up to just have a really good regular season and lock in that one seat again. Yeah, definitely. I think number two is where we uh, where we may differ a little bit. We part ways, huh? Might uh, part ways a little bit. Yeah, what I was thinking, you, you know, we're just, we're just going to keep rolling through these because if we spend, you know, 10 minutes on each team, this podcast will never end. But um, yeah. uh, so number two, I have the Lakers. A bit of a controversial pick, I, I know, um, because I feel like, you know, everyone wants, oh, LeBron needs to rest. This is the year, like, you know, he's going to, he's not going to play every game or not try to play every game. But it's not going to happen until and unless he's injured. I don't know if you remember back maybe a couple of years ago, and he had said a quote of something like to the, you know, effect that the game I don't play, if there's one kid who comes to that game, that's the only game they can afford to come to. (laughs) And they come to see me and I don't play, then, you know, that sort of ruins it for him. Right. So, and I I love that about LeBron. and, And I think, even if LeBron, the difference between this year's Lakers and last year's to me is if LeBron even rests 20 games, right? Which I don't think he'll do in the first place. But if he does, and Russell Westbrook is as good as he was even last year, this team is still going to win the majority of the game or the majority of the games with Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis to, you know, that, that he would be sitting. So I feel like there's enough, they've added enough veteran sort of, leadership and uh savant to sort of get them through the games where you know the the top one or top two players on the team aren't necessarily performing their best uh anthony can still get buckets if he needs to howard um deandre jordan just people who can just contribute enough to keep the scoreboard ticking and i think that's something they didn't really have last year um, they missed Howard. They missed they missed those sort of grinded out players. Um, and then I think adding a spark, the the steal for me this year was was Malik Monk. And if he mm-hmm. can continue to do what he does, what he did last year before his injury, he was he was the Malik Monk we saw in college, right? He was the one that everyone wanted, um, the the sort of crazy hot scorer uh, microwave. So if he can do that. And Russell Westbrook can find him some space. I think he could be lethal. Um, so I just like a lot of about what the Lakers have done. I'm not saying they're guaranteed to. Like I'm like I was very sure about the Jazz. I'm not 100% sure about this pick, but I do feel like even if AD goes down or LeBron goes down or Westbrook goes down, the other two are enough to win the majority of those games. Still. Yeah. So I think that's where we may differ in the fact that I think this Lakers team has the potential to be a two seed, but I just don't see a world in which they're going to be healthy enough throughout this season. Like this Mm. team is so old, like, and it may not be like devastating injuries, but like, as we saw at the end of last season, it's just like, 
it wears on you. And like these guys don't have great injury track records, especially like Anthony Davis. Yeah. And and he's the only he's like one of the youngest guys on the team. And he's like one of the more injury prone. So I think it's like I don't see LeBron necessarily taking games off, but like if you have him between him, Westbrook, um, Anthony Davis, like taking those kind of like rest days, like soreness days, and you just start dropping a few games here and there, like I feel like that will quickly add up, especially during the regular season and make it difficult for them to get one of those higher seeds. I do think though that LeBron and this Lakers team have realized that they can't just coast through the regular season like they did last year because yeah, I think they realize that their playoffs goes a lot differently if they don't have to play the Suns that early. Mm-hmm. If they could play like a weaker team, like if they were able to play like, I don't know, like the Blazers or even the Grizzlies or whatever in the first round, I think they can still get through that even with some yeah. of their injuries. Yeah, And then that gives your kind of your guys time to rest up in between uh in between series and maybe make a deeper playoff run so i think i don't think they tried to to get a low seed last year but it definitely didn't seem like they were actively like clawing and fighting for for a higher seed which i think they'll do a bit more this year but obviously i think first and foremost they're going to just prioritize health because if you have healthy lebron healthy ad no matter what seed you're in you have a, a good chance to make the playoffs so my two seed is the warriors who i think mm. have gone a bit under the radar and you forget that you have healthy clay thompson and seth curry back with draymond green is a team that broke the record for the most wins in a regular season like yeah yeah they've got some good rookies coming in they've got maybe andrew wiggins if he ever gets vaccinated um <laughs> uh like Wiseman like you you've got some solid pieces around this really good core that has proven to be really good and has kind of been in the shadows for a few years now um but I think they're going to come out really strong this year and and really want to prove a bunch of people wrong and I I definitely can see them getting the number two seed this year cool I mean I'm not against that pick I I see I understand your reasoning yeah and uh, I also think they're going to be pretty good this year as long as Clay stays healthy. I just, I guess, I want to see him before I make a, True. you know, a, a, a sort of a risky pick. But, yeah, that's uh, fair. Yeah, gotta go um, risky. Right. Go bold. <laughs> uh, but number three, so I've got the Phoenix Suns. Um, yeah. I feel like people are just like, oh, the Phoenix, like whatever. They got lucky. Everyone was injured. Fine, but. <laughs> Everyone wasn't injured in the regular season when they were the yeah. seconds. So, uh, you know, I don't want people to overlook that. Obviously, Chris Paul's a year older. That's not great. Um, again, he got injured again in the playoffs. So, like, you know, it's something to look look sort of out for. But another year of Booker probably getting Chris Paul's veteran advice, um, which I think, again, can take his game to the next level. Aiden was exceptional in the playoffs uh as we all saw right so if he hopefully i mean we don't i don't really know what kind of work ethic he has but hopefully it's something that he continued to build off this offseason and he continues to become sort of a dominant force down low because it's been a while since we've seen sort of that 
you know, we've got Embiid and Jokic, but they're very different types of players. So it'd be very interesting to see how Aiden uh, evolves as a five, um, as, as like a, a potential star in this league. So um, I've been I've been very, very high on the Suns and I'm excited to see even like the growth of Cameron Payne off the bench, like yeah. just little pieces like this, uh, Tory Craig, Bridges, uh, just got a lot of guys who contribute. Um, and that seemed to work for them last year. So if they can um, continue to grow on that, I'd be very interested to see how the Suns would fall because... Uh, you know, if those players even remain the same as they were last year, I feel like they should at least be a top four seed. So I'm going to keep the Suns at three uh, and hope that they don't disappoint. Yeah. So I've got probably even more bold pick than Warriors at two is Mavs at three. Ooh. Where I, I, I get they have Jason Kidd as their coach, but I think it's just like more of a mixing things up, like changing up the formulas. I mean, we've seen like the trailblazers try to do this and just trying to switch things up and see how it works. I think Luka Doncic, Doncic is getting into the like James Harden Rockets territory where he can essentially carry a team to like a top three seed. I think he is that good and he's getting that better. And if he kind of puts in the work in the off season, like gets better conditioning and better playmaking skills and doesn't have to kind of, take the entire offensive load on itself but he's able to create for other people and just becomes like a big enough threat that other people are open more i think that really is what is needed to just take this mavs team to the next level to be like a a top half of the playoff bracket and i think i think this is the year i i could very easily be proven wrong within a few months from now but i i think they will eventually get there and i think this is the year that they kind of turn that corner I get the that's team my thing, it. right? Yeah. Like, what's changed? Like, I, I get not much has changed, but yeah. if, if I think good players make their team better, right? I mean, like, I, I just keep going back to this Rockets Harden scenario. Like, you look back and you're like, oh, they have some good role players like Eric Gordon and uh, I guess like Clint Capella for periods. But like, hmm. you look at this Rockets team now, like, as soon as James Harden left, the team sucked. Yeah. When you had the same role players, I think it was the James Harden effect of like making those guys that much better. I think that was the best Eric Gordon has ever looked in his career and probably ever will look in his yeah. career. Yeah. Like That's- he's on his own now and it's not looking that great. I think <laughs> it's the fact that you have that kind of guy that just makes the game easier for everybody. And I think Luca is getting to that point where you have guys like Tim Hardaway Jr. getting like max deals <laughs> because they just make them yeah. look that good. And yeah, I think this is the year that it happens. He, he, of course, just finds ways to win games in the regular season. And I think he's going to continue to do it. And hopefully uh, not as many buzzer beaters. They can actually outscore their opponents more than just in the last mm-hmm. 10 seconds of games. But I, I think this Mavs team has a chance to, to surprise a lot of people in the regular season. Okay. All right. Bull pick. Um, yeah. I've got to say, gotta go um, I'm not. I'm not with you on this one, um, <laughs> but I, I will let it slide. Um, All right, fair. So for four, I'm going with your Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, likewise, everything you said. Um, I just feel like 
we forget what they were when these three were together. Um, And to be honest, like, you know, everyone wanted them to, why are they drafting the rookies and like, you know, sign another big free agent. But I feel like it makes their, I know they might not be great in their first year, but it makes them a bit deeper. Like you have some who they should be playable rookies, right? They're not like 40th picks. They're like fifth, like whatever, seventh and 13th or whatever they were. Right. So, um, they should be playable role players. And I think that if you surround those three, obviously they're a bit older. Steph still looks great. Draymond, I think I need to see Clay and Draymond and see how they, if they still look like what they were, then yeah, of course they're going to be deadly. I just think then that this is the worst team for James Wiseman, um, quite yeah. honestly, um, unfortunately. But I do think the Warriors overall will look great. Um I just don't know if they'll go that hard in the regular season. That's my only thing. Yeah. You know, um, just because of health concerns. Um, Makes sense. But I guess if we know anything about Clay Thompson is he wants to give his his all, you know. Exactly. Uh, And Steph Curry is just going to come out firing. I feel like he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Not holding back. He's going to be just chucking threes and hitting. You know what? You know what I'm going to be interested in is, though, you know how Clay Thompson, what, what was he known for? It was three and D, right? So, yeah. Is he going to be taking on the same defensive assignments? I think that's the that's the question that's for me fair. after two seasons of not playing basketball. Um, so it will be interesting, but I think they have enough to really, really challenge if Clay looks 80% of Clay Thompson. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've got the Warriors at four. Yeah. And I've got the Lakers at four, kind of touched on what I my reasoning before about. They'll be good, but it's about kind of staying healthy and, and keeping everyone on the court. But I think this would be a, a fair spot for them. And then moving to five, I've got the Suns. So I've got yeah. them dropping a little further than you. I think this team, I don't think they've gotten significantly better, really. I mean, like, it, of course, it's you have to see how the development of like Aiton, Booker, Bridges, kind of those other guys go. But like, I don't think Chris Paul is getting any better. Um, I think the other teams at the top, like Lakers, Warriors essentially have gotten at least marginally better than them. And I think the Suns mm. were kind of riding a bit of that success from the bubble uh, the year before. And I don't think they were a fluke team. I don't want to say that, but I think some of their players probably had some of the, the best seasons of their career last year. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Jay Crowder is going to be as good this like Mm -hmm. any other year than he was last year. Like that was the best I've ever seen Jay Crowder in all my years of watching him. Um, yeah. So, not to harp on it too much, but I I, if the Suns do get a top three seed this year, I'll I'll be surprised. Mm. Okay, interesting. Um, I've got the Denver Nuggets at five. I know it's a bit controversial. They've got no Murray for like probably 80% of the season, if not the whole season, um, which is obviously going to be a blow. You don't really have a, I mean, Monte Morris, maybe Composo running pick and rolls. Um, (laughs) Not great. But uh, I think what people need to remember is the last stretch of the regular season last year when Murray went down, the Nuggets finished super strong without him. Um, and I don't know if it was just Jokic obviously had an MVP year, um, yeah. but 
Michael Porter Jr., my favorite player of all time, stepped up huge, right? I want to see big development from him. I know he's been working out with Steph Curry the last couple of weeks, so so let's see how that works out. Um, but Denver is just something something about them, man. Like I just feel I feel confident in what they can do around Jokic. Like he just everything is the team. He just makes everyone better, right? Like. Yeah. Um, and I feel like worst case, Jokic is carrying them to at least a six seed. So with if people chip in decent amounts, Porter Jr., Will Barton, whoever else they have. Um, Austin Rivers, baby. Austin Rivers, Monte Morris, you know. Um, it's not the deepest team in the world, but I feel like they've also been sort of a team that's stuck together for a while. Yeah. Uh, and continuity, I think, is underrated. Um, so, and they're a team that makes the playoffs every year. So why should they fall that far below what they've been doing? I I just don't see it. So I'm, I'm keeping them at five with Porter and Jokic having big years. And similar for me, I mean, I've got them right there at six, right one below. I think pretty much all the same reasons. Good, solid team have MVP on your team always is a, is a big plus. Yeah. And it just, uh, solid team like there's no real standouts really i mean like i think michael porter jr can get better especially if he gets better defensively i think that'll really help yeah um they signed aaron gordon to a big deal who i still don't really know how he fits but like he's a solid player so like i guess it helps especially for the regular season like solid players win games so that's what you want yeah he'll take the big defensive assignments i guess then so i've got nuggets at six and who do you have so I've got Mavs at six. Um, I don't buy the whole. Not buying Luka. into the. Luka I'm not magic. buying into not the buying Ben, into the the ben okay. philosophy. Um, yes, I get it. Okay. He's James Harden esque in the way he plays, and I a Luca hater. I guess agree with that. One is I don't trust Jason Kidd with with any. <laughs> All right. I haven't seen he's, him. Do he's learned. He's grown. He's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he won a championship with the Lakers because he didn't do anything. <laughs> coach, okay. And then he made uh, Giannis what he is today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. And then I think, look, you know, we com- you were comparing him to Houston, but Houston had an identity. It was all right. We have Harden. We have Chuck a crap load of three point shooters. <laughs> And we're just going to jack up threes. Who's jacking up threes apart from Tim Hardaway Jr.? Chris, I don't see it. Not Dorian <laughs> Finney-Smith, hopefully. Yeah, Porzingis so, I mean, from downtown. I just, yeah, Porzingis, who will never be in pain <laughs> or get a rebound when he's taller than everybody. I just don't understand it. I mean, I, I see him. I agree. He's good enough. He'll take them to a 5-6 seed. But apart from that, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I'm sorry. Like, it's over. Or regular uh, season speaking. They're my sixth seed. If they get five, I also will not be surprised, but I'm not, they're not going to get top four seed. I'm sorry. All right. So we're going towards, next? we're going towards the bottom part. So we're in the play in basically yeah. now. Seven, eight, nine, ten. So seven seed, I've got. The LA Clippers, um, who obviously would be higher if Kawhi Leonard was healthy. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair enough. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know what to say about this team. Uh, 
Paul George hopefully has a decent year. Um, Reggie Jackson was really, really good last postseason. I don't know if that was Reggie Jackson just randomly being good or if he's actually found something here. I hope it's that he's found something yeah. because Beverly's gone and he's he going to get more good. minutes. Uh, yeah, he looked really good. So so let's see. Maybe Zubac develops a bit. Um, man, but- baby. Terrence man, you know, but they've got some all right pieces. But I, I mean, mean they, they almost beat the Suns without Kawhi, which is yeah, but that's crazy. also because that's what that's why I want to see what Reggie Jackson does, right? Because Reggie Jackson yeah. was out of his mind in that yeah. series. Um, so if he continues that, then they could be anything. But I mean, I just I just don't see that for 82 games, and I don't see Paul George Terrence. also being great for 82 games. Um so I've got them at seven. I don't think that's much of a surprise. That's fair. I've I've got them at the same spot, pretty much the same reasons. They'll if they play like that playoff series the entire season, sure, they'll be a top yeah. three seed. But that's I don't think sustainable. So I think they'll be able to kind of tread water and sneak their way into the playoffs and the play in. Um, I agree. That's probably about it. Yeah. Right. Next up. So you got I've got, one. I've got your favorite team, Memphis Grizzlies, <laughs> at, at eight. I didn't want to disrespect them too much because I feel like sometimes they get overlooked just because they're not a big market yeah. team. And yeah, you've got John Morant, but like, I, and he's super exciting, and I love him. But like, people also like just kind of bypass Memphis, you know. Yeah. Um, but th- I feel like they've got something there, and if Jaron Jackson can play a full season. Mm-hmm. full strength um and grow through the season i think he can't like he i feel like he has good stretches then he gets injured then he comes back and he's kind of back yeah. to square one it would be nice to just see him grow through the season um they lose jv obviously not ideal in the regular season to lose a a good uh center um but uh, i would like to see the development of some of these younger guys brandon clark um uh you know um Dylan Brooks Dylan Brooks yeah, Dylan Brooks D, um, Anthony Melton yeah, the Anthony Melton exactly so yeah and obviously I feel like John Morant can like he just doesn't look like someone who's gonna stop working so I yeah. can't wait to see him like hopefully explode even like last year in the playoffs he was crazy um so it would be great to see him just explode hopefully maybe get his three-point shot a little more consistent better because um, he can do everything and anything in the lane. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just maybe his outside game, a little bit passing. Um, but I- excited to see the Grizzlies this year. I-, I hope they can get into the eight. I'm pretty sure that the way they play as a team, as a unit, um, they can they can get there. And that, their goal is to be there, right? You know, not every team yeah. has, has that goal, but they're a young, hungry team. Yeah. I feel I like think- they're, they're there. Yeah, I think last year they were ahead of schedule, essentially. And this is still, like, one of the youngest teams in the league. Like, super young players kind of still developing. And it's, like, kind of like their second, I guess, real full year playing together. And I've got the Blazers at eight with the Grizz at nine. I think that could be kind of switched pretty interchangeably. I think Mm -hmm. they'll be really close. Um but when it comes to just like finishing out the season, I'll give it to the the team that's done it more consistently for a while, which is the Blazers who have 
pretty consistently found the playoffs, no matter what, whether it's a high seed, low seed. They've got the Dame-McCollum duo that just continues to grind out wins. Um, obviously, I think it's falling off a bit, as we've seen over the past few years. Like, it's not as uh, easy, I guess, for them to, to get wins anymore. Like, they're realizing they have to actually play defense and can't just shoot other teams off the court. So, yeah, I've, I've got the the Blazers there at eight and the Grizz at nine, but I, I think that'll be pretty pretty interchangeable. Be, be yeah, really I'm I'm with you on that. I've got the Blazers at nine, um, and my reasoning is, I guess, similar to yours. I'm honestly, I'm just sick of it. Um, <laughs> I, I've I've been waiting for this team. Simmons for McCollum like, win be like a top four seed for so long and actually do something in the playoffs and they just haven't done it. And it's just, I can't every year be like, Oh, they're going to be the four seed. Oh, they're going to be the five seed. And then last year they were horrible again. And it's like, yeah, okay. Damian Lillard. That's fine. That's great. But like one guy's not going to win you a series every time. I'm sorry. The West is good. Uh, Especially if you're going to be a lower seed, you're going to play a great team in the first round. Then what are you going to do? Um, and they're just getting exposed on defense, like you said. That this is the problem. People might not care enough in the regular season to do it, but in the postseason, they're just getting bullied. Um, and Nurkic's health is just not reliable enough. They never have a good small forward. I'm sorry. Um, and it's just like I don't know. I I feel like they're in limbo. They need to. This is yeah. a team. I need to see them make a move this season. They've got to Does make Simmons for McCollum make this team any better, or is it just enough of a change to like maybe propel them to a higher seed? I think it's a good enough change. I think it's. I think they would at least get to a higher seed with that. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how it would work. I feel like Simmons and McCollum together would be better than Simmons and Lillard, just because. True. Off ball. But I don't, I don't think they're how... trading Lillard. I, yeah, I think McCollum got a bit exposed last year in like. Yeah. Like, of course, neither of them really play great defense, but McCollum got heavily exposed on defense and was not able to make up for it on the offensive end. Just yeah. wasn't as consistently performing in no, clutch moments definitely. like they can. So, yeah, no, definitely. We'll but I've got, I've got the Blazers at nine, and then yeah. um, perhaps a little bit surprising, uh, but I've got the Kings at 10. Woo! Okay. Um, Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Um, absolute shambles of a franchise correct but but where's your um, what's what's your beacon of hope on this team what what about this team makes you have any hope that they can kind of crawl their way into sniffing a playoff you know what's weird ben i like almost every guard on this team and this is why i don't understand why they're bad how with 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 De'Aaron fox i love fox i'll give fox Buddy Heald, I mean, Buddy Heald on any team should be giving them, I don't care how bad his defense is. McCollum's bad at defense. He's great offensively. Buddy Heald's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. He puts them up and he puts them in. So, I mean, with Fox and Heald as your backcourt, I don't understand how they're that bad. I think Marvin Bagley needs to develop. God knows if he ever will. Um, 
That could be I'm a, still on, be a I'm bit still of a on bust, Marvin Bagley but... <laughs> Island. All right. <laughs> How many years I... are you gonna give him before you? Before I'm you, gonna give him this. Season, you cut bait right? and you you give it up. This season and Davion Mitchell, I love the Davion Mitchell pickup. The difference maker. Um, difference maker Halliburton last year was a great pickup. So they've got two really good draft picks, I think, over the past couple of years. Something could be changing in Sacramento. I just think that the front court is where they're really lacking. Not a big um, Rashawn Holmes guy. <laughs> I mean, look, he gives me energy. The, the Energizer Bunny, I think, is what is they call Alex Len not the difference maker for you? <laughs> but look, I, I think, I think this is the year De'Aaron Fox takes a step in my mind. And if it's not, okay. then he's getting traded. Uh, and that's how I view wow. the situation. Yeah, because yeah. look, if he's not, then I think it's his last year of his rookie contract, I believe. And if it's, uh, I just think they're gonna trade him rather than lose him for nothing is how i see it that's fair I, um, yeah but i would like to see him take a step he's got all the tools he, he's quick he's good defensively swipe a fox um i just want to see him shoot the ball better and like because if he can space out a bit and yield spaces out then there's more space for everybody right so yeah but more space um, for who marvin bagley what does he do he's not doing anything with the space anyway is Harrison that's the Barnes issue. still on this team yeah maybe i don't know <laughs> I just I have some faith in them, all right. Ten, I think I'm that's not- the difference. Is like sure they have spacing, but I don't think spacing means anything when you've got no one to do anything with it. Uh, yeah. So I not on the Kings believer train with you. I've got the Pelicans at 10. Oh, um God. I think Zion's still one of like the best young players in this league. He gets points. Oh, do you mean do you mean uh, when he's responding to the team's calls or when he's not? He he gave him like a year to build around it and all they did was get rid of Lonzo oh, who he seemed to kind of like and trade they got Devontae even Graham. Adams for Valanchunas who is basically the same not the same player less uh not as good defensively needs the ball in his hands more on offense plays under the rim post player doesn't really vibe well I don't know why they haven't just got mm. a full stretch five at this point um valentinus yeah. can for for what it's worth shoot a few threes like isn't awful uh and like kind of outside the paint but i think zion at least is good enough to get them there and valentinus is like a regular season player like he is great for the regular season because he can just put up double doubles non-stop and just help grind out wins he's one of those kind of grind grind it out players which is what you want for the regular season get kind of exposed in the playoffs but is a good guy to have on your team in a long regular season you can just kind of help put up points so that's where i got the pelicans at the team's still a mess they do not look like they're going to be able to actually build around zion and will probably lose him just as they did with anthony davis and poor people in new orleans will just have to continue dealing with that for However long the cycle continues, um, but moving on, you got yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the Pelicans in depth later. Um, so yeah. let's uh, let's. So move moving on, on, we've got eleven. I think we yeah. both here agree. We got the Spurs. Yeah, just missing that play-in. Um, yes, they've made the playoffs and sniffed the playoffs for so long with such a bad roster. But I think this is the year where I just don't see any redeeming qualities on this team. Like, no. not really. Like, you, there's there's nothing exciting about this team, really, to me. Like, 
sure Dezante Murray's good and getting better, but it's tough, isn't it? That's it's it. It's like it's like how much I mean, I just feel like they've been bad for a while, but they're not even getting like great picks or anything. So it's just sure. like where's the development? Like they're just kind of stuck in a weird limbo. Yeah. Um and like I honestly really like players like Derek White and stuff, but like they can't they're not going to take them to the playoffs with just Derek White and DeJounte Murray. Like, I'm sorry, Jakob Pertl cannot be your starting center <laughs> on any good playoff team. So, um, I just, it's, I don't know, it's a bit of a weird situation in San Antonio. I feel like people, it's again kind of like Memphis in a way where, like, people kind of forget about the team. And it's just like, oh, okay, San Antonio, like, whatever, nobody really cares what they're doing. But they haven't really done much for a few years now, and it's... um it's kind of concerning. Like you lose DeRozan, I'm not really sure what they got back. Not much. So, not much. Like you're losing a consistent twenty to twenty-five point a game scorer for what? Picks. Um. So I don't know. It's it's a bit of a strange one for me. Um. I would have liked them to get someone like, like Lowry Markinen or something where who Pop mm. could develop. And I feel yeah. like he would be such a Spurs player. Like he could have become one. Um, but but I don't know now. I don't I don't know the direction this team's heading, and that's what worries me. I think, but I think as usual, they're gonna be good enough to not suck. Um, Fair. you know, as they always are under pop. Yeah. All right, so next, uh, in the 12 spot. And who knows, this could change if they acquire Ben Simmons. <laughs> but I've got the Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, same here. Um, yep. All right. Cool. So, what are your thoughts? You you go ahead first. Um, I they're the wolves. They're they're not they're not great, <laughs> but I do think that they'll be better than last year. Like Carl Anthony Towns had an awful year, just in terms of like dealing with COVID and losing a bunch of people really close to him and getting it himself and just like yeah, I think that pretty much derailed that season for them because he pretty much is their team yes um i think where cat goes the wolves team goes and they're i mean so at the same spot where they were like two three years ago where they haven't effectively built around this guy for how many years is it now and it's just a a bit of a a sorry state for this franchise that they tried to make like moves like jimmy butler acquisition and stuff like that but just nothing has worked out and they're just kind of stuck again in this bit of limbo of like having good players but not being able to put it together enough to not be a a bottom feeding team in the west which is unfortunate because i i think cat is like a really good player and and one of the really good big men in this league but his career just seems to be getting kind of wasted in minnesota I agree. It's. I feel like we don't even talk about him enough. Like he's actually insane. Like he's he's, he's definitely one of the best big men in the league. Yeah, especially outside shooting is crazy now mm-hmm. with Cat. Um, and I think, you know, it's weird. Like I look at them, I'm like, all right, if I've got three or four, I've got three decent players for sure. Yeah. So I've got D'Angelo Russell deloading ice in his veins. <laughs> I've got. Cat, uh, Cat, obviously, who's like a borderline yeah. all-star, and then I've got Ant-Man, who's yep. pretty yep. solid in his own right, and then even like um, Malik Beasley on his like good days is like a solid three and D player. 
That's like Bogey. not a horrible. Like this should be, this should be a team that's easily like eight nine. I feel like, yeah, I feel like they should be a playing team. They but, should be, but, they but they're just not been able to. Yeah. Um, they're just not. I know they're in the trade discussions for Ben Simmons. I jokingly mentioned it. Um, I just don't know what they would give up and how it would work. To be honest, if I could get Ben Simmons and Cat on the same team, I would send whoever else I needed to get. Yeah, them that's a and solid just try team. It. Yeah, Edwards. that's a solid team. I don't know, um, but I wouldn't mind. I mean, yeah. you're not going anywhere with this, right? So you might as well try something True. new. And you've got two stars then on the same team. Yeah. Um, I think that's just different because D'Angelo Russell made an all-star team one year and then everyone thought he was, I don't know what. Um, and then ever since he came to Minnesota, then it's been like, a it's been quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's also been injured, you know, mm-hmm. um, to be fair, but, uh, let's see. I'm, I'm intrigued by them. I feel like if it's a good year, they could get up to the plane, but I just don't, I'm not sure. So. At 13, do you want to go first at 13? Yeah, so at 13, I mean, you spoke about I got the Kings. I have much less faith in them that you do. I think the Kings are the Kings, and they haven't done anything to instill any confidence in me. So until they do that, I'm, I'm, leaving, them, I'm leaving them kind of in the gutter. Sad, huh? <laughs> I mean, I like the Aaron Fox. I, I like Buddy Heald, and that's about it. And I, I, yeah, David, he's still rookie, and yeah. like, I feel like even Heald and Fox are in like that third tier of like guards. Like they're like a good yeah. backcourt, but they're not anywhere near like that top tier or even like that middle tier, really. Where I yeah. think it's just, I know, it's no, hard I agree. to, to yeah. get one I agree. like that. Probably just a little bit of bias from my end, but I yeah, yeah I agree with I agree with what you're saying. Um, <laughs> all right, so thirteen, I've got. The New Orleans Pelicans, who yeah. literally just no faith, sick. Um, <laughs> first of all, Zion is unhappy. So you have one star, and you can't keep yeah. him happy. Sorry, I forgot. Brandon Ingram is on this team, but he is good. But like, I'm sorry, I don't know. Like, also <laughs> apart from now, you've gotten rid of um, uh, you've gotten rid of Lonzo Ball. So who? is guarding on the perimeter. Devontae Graham definitely isn't. And I don't know. I feel like defensively, they're just horrible apart from Steven Adams. They don't even have Adams anymore. It's a Valanchunas show now. But he's even worse defensively. <laughs> so, I I mean, yeah, I think Valanchunas. The team is I not think- constructed well, but... I feel like they'll be at least. I mean, I don't know why they'd be better than last year. I don't see I, them being better than. I don't I just, see them being that much worse though. But what is good about this team? Like they're just—it's literally I Zion. I mean, it's Zion and Ingram still good. I think Zion Ingram's never. Solid honestly, player. Zion doesn't even impress me that much. He might put up twenty and ten, but like he can't. I feel like he doesn't defend that well. He yeah. doesn't do much else that well. Off ball, on ball, anything. Like you give it to him in the post, and yeah, he's good. But like. I don't know. It's I feel like he doesn't benefit a team. Like his numbers might look great, but like they never win anything. And it's the same thing That's with Ingram. True. Ingram averaged like 20 something a game. Ingram was he's a solid, like he's a solid scorer in the league, but like it's not leading to anything. 
And I'm sure that if you take out off your best perimeter defender in Lonzo Ball and you add Devontae Graham as an undersized scoring guard, these three aren't scorers like CJ and Dame that they're going to outscore another team. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I just don't see it. Fair. Fair. I just I'll, – I'll give him some time. I think just being able to put up points like he does – I think will help them win some regular season games. Maybe not enough, but we'll see. All right. So who have you got at 14? 14, the uh, the pick hoarders themselves. Oh, not even the pick hoarders, really, but the Rockets. I think they, uh, they've got Jalen Green, so he could show up and maybe help them get a few wins. But beyond that, this team's a bit in shambles. <laughs> All right, so like Christian was um, supposed to be your savior, and uh-huh. that didn't really work out. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of with you a little bit. Um, I agree with the Rockets. I think we both got Rockets, and then OKC last, right? Yeah. Um, so Rockets, I'm I'm happy with them being here. Like they're in this kind of position, right? Like so, you draft Jalen Green. Um, you've got Kevin Porter, who had a solid year last year. I think they're just going to try out a backcourt of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green and see how it works out. Christian Wood um, is in that mix. So you've got a little something brewing. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to work. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like a trial season. If they fail, then they'll just get another high pick, right? So it's not like um, it's not like they have any major expectations. I would expect they're building them... something. I think is yeah, something doing yeah, something. So... And it, 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 there's some promise at least for the future of this team. Exactly, exactly. Not so... in the near future, in a bit of the far future, but eventually. Yeah, I mean, I think even their like summer league squad looked pretty good. So like, I think the goal would just be to develop some of these younger guys, like. I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do with people like Eric Gordon. I would get rid of Eric Gordon. I know yeah, they're getting they, rid of be... they're getting rid of John Wall, right? Or they're trying to trying to. I feel like there'll be a lot of deadline trades for this team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they even drafted Alperin Shengun uh, from Turkey, who was solid my center. Favorite. So my favorite. So let's see. I mean, I'm sure that it'll just be. I think a lot of young guys getting big minutes and and I'm okay with that. And that's good, him. especially for yeah. guys like Jalen Green. Like if they can just like start running the offense a few years from now. Exactly. Um, all right. And then last to finish off, we've got Oklahoma city thunder. What a fall from grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They went from pretty consistent play. They went from championship contenders to solid playoff team to probably last place in the West. Uh, I mean, that's what happens when you're like a kind of a, a small market team, essentially. And you, you build your team through the draft as you, you go in, in waves. Yeah. They're at, they're at the bottom of this wave right now where your team is run through like Shea Gilgis Alexander and Josh Giddy. Like, yeah. I guess I'm... it'll be good to see what they have out of Josh Giddy. Like if he can play a lot this season and kind of yes. just have the keys to the offense and see what happens. Um, I know he did get injured. I think it was mm. during the summer league. Yeah. First game. So hopefully he'll be all right, but yeah, there's nothing just exciting about this team really. Like that's, that's pretty much it. So I, I don't think they will be 
I don't think it'll be anything special this year. No, I'm definitely with you. Um, honestly, I think, you know, my only fear is you get into the process 76ers type life cycle and then you're drafting like 10 top 10 picks and only two like Embiid and Simmons pan out. I just don't want them to get into that kind of situation. Um, I hope that they actually try and compete. Um, but yeah, I mean, the goal this year is just to get Giddy involved, I guess. Um, I, I wasn't super convinced by the Giddy pick. I hope, I hope I'm wrong and I hope he, he turns out to be something. He just looked like a, another Dante Exum to me. Um, that kind of like lengthy Damn, player. That is harsh. He looked like a lengthy player who can dunk, <laughs> and like that's pretty much it. Like I don't know. Um, I hope he's better. I hope he's better. Don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, I I think the other weird thing for me was you've got uh, Lou Dort, who's developed really really nicely over the past mm-hmm. year or so. Uh, after that one defensive game on Harden, he kind of became like a showstopper. Uh, now he's a defensive sort of savant, and he's got. Mm-hmm trying to build his offensive skills but why again are you are you drafting a point guard in giddy when you have sga and dort in the backcourt right so it's another guard i would have liked them to maybe get someone in the front court um but but yeah i mean it's no expect it's a no expectations year i think it's you look for okay cool we're just gonna try to develop these guys as much as we can and try get another top 10 pick next year and see see how that goes so mm-hmm. Nothing really to see from OKC. I'm not not many players I'm too excited to see either on the team. If Giddy plays, I, I'd be happy to see his games, but I think yeah. that's about it. No, yeah, I think that I think that covers it. Cool. Good little uh, deep dive into the West today, and uh, hopefully next week we can do the same with the East. Yeah, we'll swing it back to the East. So I, I think the West. I don't think there'll be anything really too surprising this year. Of course, you got like the yeah. Warriors and. The Lakers are the only like teams I think that could uh, look a bit different than they did last year. So I don't think there'll be too many uh, big surprises, but time only tell. Yeah, excited. All right, man. I'll catch you next week.